Hello, folks. Welcome to Holding On with Holger, where I talk to interesting people about interesting topics. My name is Steve Holder, and I am your host. My guest this evening is Alan Jacoby, conservative podcaster and political pundit. Welcome back, Alan. Good to have you with me again. Steve, thanks for having me. I got to tell you, I enjoy your show. You really do talk to interesting people about interesting topics. I, I do. I, it, 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 it's really interesting, the people you have on. I'm, I definitely enjoy it. How's everything? You doing okay? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, bro. And I'm glad you enjoy the show. And you I do. Me. You're one of the interesting people, so it's all good. <laughs> well, all right. I'll, I'll try to be as interesting as I can. <laughs> <laughs> try not to be shy and tell us what you really think, okay? Absolutely. I'm good at that. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. Well, as you know, we're going to be talking about abortion. And right. since you've agreed to talk about it, I assume you might have an opinion on it. So would you like to start us off with that? Sure. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I'm a conservative. I, you know, you, you know that. That's the whole basis of my podcast, The Great Divide, is, you know, as well. Definitely right-leaning. As far as abortion, I don't lean as extreme right as some people may uh, assume because of either my show or that I am a conservative. Um, I am pro-life. I, I don't like abortion. I mean, it, it, to me, it's barbaric. Um, however, in certain situations, it is, it could be warranted. You know, I wouldn't expect a woman who's been um, raped and who becomes pregnant to have to go through that emotional trauma of carrying a rapist baby full term and then having, you know, that, that just, just that alone, you know, obviously, listen, we all had mothers and we, we, we all, we all know women and, and pregnancy alone is a pretty, pretty stressful event. It's a great, yeah. you know, it, it's a great experience, but to know that a, a woman is carrying her rapist baby, um, that's that's a problem. Uh, or, you know, if there's a significant medical issue. But um, I, I, it, I feel like the abortion spectrum is so broad because there's so many moving parts in it. Um, you know, we, everything from federal funding of, of abortion, which some people are in favor of, I'm not. I'm also not in favor of our country sending money overseas to fund abortion in other countries. And um, I, I, I think in one of our conversations that uh, we have similar beliefs on abortion, even though you and I are on opposite sides of the political spectrum. Am I right? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's I can talk about it for for forever. Um, different things from Planned Parenthood on. So. Definitely that, but that's that's how I feel. I, I'm yeah. I'm pro-life. I'm not for federal funded abortions. I'm not for just someone showing up and saying, "Hey, I got knocked up. I need to have an abortion late term and things like that." The whole political angle of it. But there are certain, I guess, criteria in my beliefs that it is maybe a necessity. So, is it a political issue or a moral issue? For me, it's a moral issue. Um, I, I spent a, a, a large part of my life in the emergency medical services field. Um, 
in, in New York city. So working on an ambulance and, 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 and seeing, seeing uh, a vast array of medical emergencies. I've had the opportunity to um, deliver babies anywhere from a uh, bathroom in an apartment to a back room in a restaurant to the backseat of a car in an emergency situation. Morally, I don't agree with the, I guess I'll call it the killing of a human life. And that's, that's a big debated topic as well. Yeah. What is, what consists of a, of a human life at what turn, you know, uh, time during the, the, the pregnancy, um, where I am in New York, which is a, you know, heavily democratic populated and controlled state, you know, that Democrats here are in favor of, you know, very late term abortion. And that's disturbing. Yeah. I don't know if you've had the unfortunate experience of seeing there's a couple of videos that go around where, you know, the, in, the camera, the in, internal camera and, and, you know, it looks like it's, it's, it looks like a baby and it's trying to move away from the instrument. It, 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 it gives me a, just a, a lump in my throat, just, just, just thinking about it, you know? So for me, it's, it's morally, you know, there's, obviously there's political angles in it, but with funding and things like that. But to me, I think it's more morally. Yeah. So what do you think about the people who choose to call it women's re reproductive rights or a woman's right to choose? I know so, you've heard that. Of course. I think the, I think the term using in the discussion of abortion, I think the term women's reproductive health, I think is, uh, I don't think, I don't think that statement has a, has a, a place in the discussion of abortion because, um, you, a female getting pregnant, um, has nothing to do with your, in my opinion, your reproductive health until it affects your health. Yeah. Don't use the excuse that you're getting a, an abortion and call it women's reproductive health. A woman's right to choose. I can, I'm not going to argue that, you know, aggressively, but, you know, the, in, in, in certain cases, we can go back to rape and sexual assault and incest and things like that. Well, yeah, obviously you should, if you didn't have the choice in the situation that brought you to that pregnancy, then I believe that you, they should have the right to choose whether they want to terminate that pregnancy. But, uh, you know, a late night drinking and a mistake happened. Well, you need to take responsibility. And I don't believe that your mistake or your, you know, um, is worth a human life. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my take on it. So should we call the unborn child a baby or a fetus or does it matter? I don't, to certain people, it matters. I mean, the definitions can be what, you know, is it, is a baby to certain people, uh, you know, after it's delivered and it's out in the world, is it a baby? Is it a fetus up until it exits the birth canal and enters the world? I, I guess there's, I'm sure there's scientific definitions of it. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor or, or anything like that, but to me, 
I, up until a certain point, you know, it's a, it's a heartbeat. You go for a sonogram and there's a heartbeat. Well, that's a heart. Steve, you have a heart. I have a heart. Every human being has a heart and it beats. Well, that's life because what is the heart doing? It's pumping blood to the rest of the organs. It may not be fully developed. So then where do we draw the line? Do we draw the line and, and, and stop aggressively fighting um, against abortion and say, come to a compromise and say, all right, we're going to, we're going to be okay with it, with, with abortion, but limit it to very early on, you know, in, in that pregnancy. And then, you know, if you're past that point, then, well, you can't, you have to carry it full term and whether you want to keep it or not, well, there are services for that. You know, I've also had the experience working in the emergency medical field of unfortunately getting called to an area where somebody gave birth in a bathroom, a public bathroom, and left the fetus to die in a garbage can. Unfortunately, that's an issue too. So what's worse? Is it making abortion illegal and banning abortion, which some states have? And does that mean now that women who want to hide their pregnancies or who are scared are now going to go and not get prenatal care and hide it and give birth in a public place and discard that fetus or discard that baby at that point, like it's garbage. It's, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. I don't. uh, So yeah. Does an unborn child have a right to life? Yes. Um, There have been criminal cases where pregnant women have been murdered and charges and convictions have been handed down for that unborn baby. Um, You know that story, um, Chris Watts, he, uh, oh, it just just slipped my mind where it was. I think it was somewhere down south Um, or... He, he killed his, he, he had a, he was a, a geologist. He had a girlfriend. Um, his wife went away. She came back. He killed the two daughters, very, very young, killed the wife who was pregnant with his third child, put his, his daughters in this uh, uh, oil tank at this area that he works at. So when they handed down the convictions, I believe they convicted him on four counts of, um, of murder, including the unborn baby. So, yeah, yeah, that if you have a heartbeat and you're human, you you have a right, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. So if the unborn child is alive and it is human, if it's intentionally killed, isn't that murder? I I would there. I don't think there's I don't think there's gray. I don't think there's a gray area. I'd have to say yes, but then, but then, yeah, where do you draw the line? Again, you know, if it's just an accidental pregnancy, oh, I, I, I made an oops. I got pregnant, you know, prom night didn't go so well. (laughs) You know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta laugh about certain things when, when it starts to get serious, because uh, a, a conversation like this, you don't get many people willing to talk about. It's not something yeah. that, hey, let's just talk about abortion. But 
in, in another case of 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 rape, where, all right, well, that baby, that innocent baby, that is now a product of that rape, is it still is it murder? Well, yeah, you can't say that's not murder. You can't say that that's not murder, and then just somebody making a mistake isn't murder. It's murder either way. But I guess you have to really, I guess, morally think about the woman who did not plan for that rape to happen, obviously. Uh, and then the, the, her mental health and physical health going forward. You know, there's a chance where if, if abortion was completely illegal and a woman was raped and now she has to carry that baby full term nine months and deliver it, well, now you're, now you're open to, well, what is her, what is her mental health going to be like? Is she going to make it through the pregnancy or because she knows it's illegal, is she going to go and take her own life? You know, there's, there's a lot to think about. I guess it's, I guess it's murder across the board. Like I don't, I don't believe in, in Planned Parenthoods. I, you know, I don't believe what they stood for and why they were, they were originally, um, you know, founded and created. You know, you don't, you don't really find too many Planned Parenthoods in um, uh, high, high class, affluent communities. You know, let's call it what it is. Where do you find the Planned Parenthoods? You find them in black and brown communities or very low income communities. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, there are people that hate me because I adamantly took a stand in favor of pro-life when I ran for U.S. Congress last year. So do people hate you for standing up for the rights of children? Have you had that experience? I tell you, I, I've never had the, the spewed hatred experience from people on, on, <clears throat> um, on abortion views. I, I, most of the people I, I, I deal with on a regular basis, they don't have strong, strong views on abortion. You know, I've, I've also had friends who are conservatives who, when they were young and they made a mistake with their girlfriend, they drove their girlfriend to the clinic, you know? So I haven't had, um, I haven't had that opportunity. If I ran for public office and I was asked about abortion, yeah, I would just like I'm saying here, I am, I'm pro-life, but I also believe there might be instances where it is necessary but only in certain certain conditions like a rape or you know and it's health problems where it, it's going to cause the life of the of the of the mother uh in order to f carry that baby full term or to deliver um but either way it's there's no easy way around it because the 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 entire the, 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 the entire procedure, either way, is barbaric. Yeah, yeah. So. That is. Well, many people say that babies <clears throat> are a gift from God. Do you agree with that? Well, <clears throat> I'm, not a, I'm not a very religious person. Um, <clears throat> you know, my, uh, my family, if I background Catholic, you know, I was, I was, baptized Catholic. I had uh, my communion. I, I never had my confirmation, but um, 
are they a gift from God? Well, I, I don't, I don't know if the, it's a hard question to ask to, to answer because is, is the, is the, uh, it's like, well, where do babies come from? You know, when you're young, well, we know where babies come from. You know, you meet someone, you fall in love, you have, you have, you have intercourse and, you know, you become pregnant. Is that whole scenario a gift from God? I don't know. I don't know if I believe it, that statement, or I don't. Um, I kind of walk the line on it. I, I'm not religious. I believe there's a God. I don't believe every pregnancy is a gift from God, because if we're going to say that, well, then that woman that got raped in the park, she didn't get a very good gift from God. Yeah. So. Now, do you have kids? I do. I have an eight-year-old daughter. So are you, did you ever regret having that about aborting her? No, never, never. No, never. Not at all. No. That's, uh, I, I figured you were going to say that. That's why I asked that yeah. question. I mean, you know, it, I don't recall ever talking to anybody who, any parent who is a decent human being saying they regret having their children. You know? No. So sometimes I tell her when she aggravates me that I want to trade her in for four boys. But other than that, no, 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 yeah. I definitely don't. I definitely don't, don't, don't regret it. No, yeah. no, not at all. You so know, why do you think the people that are in favor of abortion, why do you think they hate us so adamantly? I mean, it's, it's a really strong hate they have for us. It's I, not just a difference of opinion. Yeah, I mean, hey, you, and that happens in a lot of situations, especially in this political climate. I mean, I have, I have friends who are liberals and 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 far left wing Democrats who completely hate me because I'm conservative Republican, and I do a podcast about, you know, <clears throat> talking about my views on certain things. So, but uh, the the hate with abortion rights, I think, runs deep. Is I I think the side that hates people like us who are against it feel that we want all of this control over women that we want to tell them what to do with their body. And I don't look at it that way. And hopefully no one will firebomb my house for saying this, but I, with the exception of what I mentioned about being raped, um, I'd say, and I don't know statistics, but I'd say a large percentage, a very large percentage of the accidental pregnancies could be avoided. So then I say, okay, well, <clears throat> no one's trying to control a woman's body, but maybe certain women and men, because it takes two to make one, well, maybe they should be a little more responsible so they don't put themselves in the situation to have to decide whether they want to murder a baby or murder a fetus, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> but also a lot of people don't think that far into it when they are put in that situation. Cause it's, it's like a panic situation for people. I mean, think yeah. about it an, an unexpected pregnancy when you're, when you're young. Yeah. It could be very young. It's and, uh, a lot of times there's alcohol and or drugs involved when the intercourse happens and they ain't really thinking logically anyway, you know? Yeah. And, and again, you know, I don't want to say, and 
you're absolutely right. And I don't want, I don't want people to think of us saying that, that, you know, you know, when, what you were saying, what you just said, some people would say, Oh, well, you, you're just thinking horrible on, on, on women that they just want to go and get drunk and, and get pregnant. No, that's not usually the case. And I'll even go as far as saying in most cases, it's uh, the man's fault. I, I mean, that, that, you know, certain situations and that, that maybe protection wasn't, wasn't used because, you know, the man talked her out of using it. You know, I mean, I have to sit here and talk about sex, but uh, come on, baby, it'll feel better. And then at some point, like you said, maybe the alcohol or whatever else kicks in. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just let's be careful. Let's just be careful. We don't want an accident. Yeah, yeah but now those that, that accident has consequences. Yeah. So, but most people who are in those situations don't think of it that way. Yeah. You know, you know I agree with you 100% when it comes to rape or incest or the mother's life being in danger if she has the baby. I agree, that is a very, very serious issue and that needs to be addressed as such. So right. I definitely do understand that. Uh, I, I, also, I also feel that the federal government should not be involved in any, any abortion issues whatsoever. I think it should be left to the individual states. Uh, <clears throat> like elections, I think it should be left to individual states to to determine their laws on abortion. Um, you know, that comes with a whole gamut of issues, too, because if it's if it's illegal in one state and you want to have it, can you go to another state where it's legal to have it? And if or do you have to have a specific like if I'm if it's illegal in New York, but it's legal in Jersey, can I as a New Yorker go to New Jersey and have it or no, because I have a New York ID? You know, it, it, it really. It, it, it's a it's a fine line everywhere. And I <clears throat> my my big thing with abortion is the flagship in this country of abortion, Planned Parenthood. I have a uh, I have a deep hatred for the organization. Uh, I think they're a scam of an organization. Um, they don't do the right thing. They're itching and itching and itching, trying to get into the school systems. And I believe that <clears throat> if they pass this Equality Act, that the pl Planned Parenthood will get into, into the public school systems. Um, and more so because of how Planned Parenthood came about. Um, you know, that, that Margaret Sanger, you know, she started the first illegal birth control clinic. It was 1916, which then turned into Planned Parenthood. But she was, she was a racist. She was uh, heavily involved in, you know, the with the KKK, white supremacy. And, you know, these these Planned Parenthoods were were popping up in in black communities for a reason. Um, and, you know, some people like to say, oh, we'll fact check that. That's not really true. No, it is true. It's it's they would they wanted to control the population of 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 minority mostly black and you know maybe the disabled you could say that but it was it was I think <clears> mostly a race a race thing and i think that's where my my hatred for planned parenthood comes in because i hate that i can drive through just about every diverse community a lot of them where i live and there's a there's a big there's a big planned parenthood there but i can go into 
the lily white, beautiful neighborhoods in those towns, I'm not going to find a Planned Parenthood there. You know, yeah. you know, um, we're, we're not stupid people. Yeah. I think we can, we can figure that out. Big, big play in it for sure. It, it does. It does. And just last year in New York, um, one of the Planned Parenthoods um, removed uh, Margaret Sanger's name from the facility because her views on eugenics and, 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 and involved in racist movements and things like that. So, you know, when, when, when a, a Planned Parenthood facility is saying it themselves and they're removing her name, well, don't tell me that she wasn't a racist and that she wanted to control the population of, of black people back then. Yeah. Back yeah. in the fifties. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me give you a quote and you tell me what you think about this. This is a, a quote from Pope Francis. It says, I wish to restate as firmly as I can that abortion is a grave sin since it puts an end to an innocent life. In the same way, however, I can and must state that there is no sin that God's mercy cannot reach and wipe away when it finds a repentant heart seeking to be reconciled with the Father. What do you think about that? Think. <clears throat> being again not religious but listening to that it almost sounds like the first and i could maybe i'm interpreting it wrong the first part of that is well we know that being catholic is being you know pro-life and it's a sin it's a, it's a very grave sin but in the long run eh, you'll probably be forgiven for it i mean i don't uh I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the uh, hierarchy of uh, Catholicism, like the the Pope and the Vatican. I think there's a lot of hypocrisy, uh, a lot of uh, circle talking and back back, you know, taking things back in a sense. Religiously, is it a sin? I mean, obviously, it's there. It's in the Bible. You know, it, it's 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 the the. The Pope has said it. It is a sin, but then on the other hand, well, every sin can be can can be uh, forgiven. Well, God will forgive you. Uh, not that I. I'm not going to say I despise religion, organized religion. Um, I could do a, I I could do so much. I could sit and talk for hours on that, but I do believe that religion is hypocritical. Like any of the, like politics are hypocritical. They um they twist the narrative on how they how maybe how the wind's blowing. I mean, you know, the Pope didn't have a problem with with two people of the same sex getting married, but now just recently publicly he said, well, the 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 Catholic priests cannot cannot give their blessing for that. You know, the 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 religion cannot give its its blessing for that. Is that is that a flip flop? I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think every organization is hypocritical. I think one hundred percent. All individuals are hypocritical to some extent. I 100%. mean, we just we're not consistent. I mean, that's just the fact. We're not. Um, well, let me give you another quote. This is from Mother Teresa. What is taking place in America is a war against the child, and if we accept that the mother can kill her own child. How can we tell other people not to kill one another? Does that sound like a logical point? 
Well, I guess it goes back to, well, if, if, if someone's pregnant and we could talk about late term, late term abortions, because that's what a lot of people, um, I don't want to get political, but I mean, a lot of people on, on the left, at least in, in my state believe in, 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 in late term abortions, it's the murdering of a human. So I guess, I don't know, what would be the difference of, of murdering a baby with a heartbeat that's pumping blood through its organs than, you know, me just deciding my, my eight-year-old kid, I don't want her anymore. I'm going to throw her off a bridge. Are they, are they both murder? And if they're not, why? Yeah. Why? And what, what separates the two, you know? Uh, yeah, is, it because, is it because one because one isn't technically born yet and not able what you you're not able to um to have that a connection to it you haven't named it um yeah what what's the difference so uh, yeah it's it's a, it's a, it's a tough one yeah and as you know sometimes when these attempts to abort the child in the womb, sometimes the child is still born alive and they still kill it. That's still part of the procedure. Yes. And if, if it's, yeah, um, there's a term for it. I forget what it is, but there are, yeah, there are instances where, yeah, they, they have to, yeah, it's like they have, they have to deliver the child. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 just let it die, one or the other, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, there's that other barbaric thing where they've seen where it's like it's out of the birth canal and they're, you know, they they stick a pair of forceps in the back of its yeah. neck. Yeah. I mean, you know, I yeah. I I have I've had sick fish that I've had to see watch them struggle in the tank to in the fish tank to swim and breathe. And the best thing is for me to scoop it out and put it in a cup with a couple drops of uh clove oil to to call it to euthanize it you know and then i then i think about that oh well you know just stick a pair of forceps in the back of its neck a human yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah where do you draw that line yeah exactly and it's just uh, but well and then the then the other hand is with certain people in political power like now what now will 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 send money overseas to 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 fund other countries for abortion and they'll disguise it and, and dress it up and they'll call it like you said earlier steve um you know women's reproductive health and and things like that and i and i think it's nonsense that it's called that and we're spending that money but i mentioned it earlier part of that equality act um that they're the, they want to push through, which I'm I'm completely against for certain reasons, a lot of reasons. But there's a, there's a, there's provisions in that bill that would force health facilities and doctors, whether they morally believe in it or not, to perform abortions funded by the federal government, and if they did not do it, they could be held civilly liable. So Steve, if you're a doctor and you are completely against abortion and I bring my wife or girlfriend in and say, 
we want to have an abortion and you do not want to do it. You have to, and the federal government pays for it. And if you don't do it, I can sue you, which could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars in a lawsuit. How is that fair? And my career. And, and end your career. Yeah. How is that fair? That's that's horrible, in my <clears throat> opinion. That's just horrible. You know, that's, that's wrong. And, and, po- and politically, what's sad is when people talk about the Equality Act right now, they don't ever mention that. I did a whole episode on it, on, on laying out the provisions in that Equality Act. Nobody ever mentions, well, what about the forced abortions that health, health providers would have to do? Everyone wants to talk about um, uh, transgenders and, and homosexuals having equal rights and, and, and civil rights. And, and that's already in there. They already have all of that. And there's a lot more to that bill. And I feel like the Democrats that, that put that bill together um, are using that to dress it up and disguise all of the other crazy stuff that's in that bill. I tell everybody yeah. when they want to challenge me on bills, to go to congress.gov and look up the bill and read it and then come back and let's have a discussion about yeah. it. I, I sit there and I read the bills. I got to get I got to get a hobby, Steve. I, I read too many bills on congress.gov. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Shirley Chisholm? She what was, was it? Shirley Chisholm. She was the first black woman to become a U.S. congressperson, I think. Anyway, uh, this is a quote from her. She said, no matter what men think, abortion is a fact of life. Women have always had them. They always have, and they always will. Are they going to have good ones or bad ones? Will the good ones be reserved for the rich while the poor women go to quacks? Now, if it we're not talking about a human life here being taken, I would agree with her. Now, she had a good point. If you don't take into consideration that it's a human life that we're taking. Right. Yeah, but that's a lot to be taken into consideration. Well, but also, but also she made a comment about, well, if it's in that statement, she says, if it's, if it's good for certain, it's a fact of life, but then she goes on to say, well, are some people going to go to the right places to get it? And is some people going to go to quacks to get it? Well, if it was, I guess if it was federally funded and legal, it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter the income level or, 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 or financial class level of somebody, they would be able to go and get it and get it paid for. If she's talking about where, if she's talking about it's illegal some places and not other places and having having to go to like a a shady place to get it done i don't i don't quite follow the last part of her of her statement um and at right now you know the big problem and it's mostly out of fear right now there i mean it's been going on forever there's a there are a lot of illegal pop-up abortion clinics yeah and uh it's funny i don't even why i didn't think of it earlier i'll tell you i'll tell you a story when I was uh, working in New York City um, on the ambulance as a paramedic, I we were called to a health clinic in a very large um, populated Asian community. Um, it was mostly uh, 
they were it was a Korean uh, community. And when we went into this health clinic, we just thought it was a regular health clinic. You know, it was in the basement of a Korean bakery. And when we went in there, they had cubicle walls everywhere. And there were a lot of a lot of people in there. It was something out of a movie. And it was someone who was hemorrhaging because they just had an abortion go wrong in a makeshift medical room made out of those carpeted cubicle walls. And there was about, um, the, you know, the police came, they shut the place down and they were doing illegal, unsanitary, barbaric abortions in this place. And when we went there, there was about 40 or so women there waiting to have these, these uh, secretive abortions done so that their families didn't find out and things like that. This so was that's, in the back of a bakery? It was in the basement of a bakery. I'm going back. I'm going back. Uh, it's like 2001, 2002. Yeah. But if that was going on there, where else is that going on? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and how many women are, are, are either getting, you know, permanently, you know, injured or health issues or, or dying from it? You know, yeah. I don't really pay much attention to the statistics on, on stuff like that. It's not, it's not a topic I talk about a lot, but mm -hmm. I have my, my strong beliefs in it. Um, I, it'll, it would be interesting to see what happens in the next few years with that topic. It's not a hot topic right now. It's not, uh, it, you know, but it's, um, <clears throat> it's in, like I said, it's, it's in that bill, the equality act that that's waiting to, uh, get get fought i guess on the i don't i don't think it passed the house yet oh no it, it did pass the house it passed the house now i guess that's one of the bills waiting to go to the senate to fight it out but there's a lot of abortion stuff in there and people don't realize it do you think the baby's father should have an opinion a say so on whether or not a woman gets an abortion well um Again, that's a fine line because if the relationship of that individual are they are they are they a married couple? No, most married couples aren't going rushing to get ab abortions. It's usually the you know, oops, we made a mistake. Uh, most of the time, the men in those situations are extremely irresponsible. Um, I put a lot of blame on the men in a lot of these, you know, accidental pregnancy situations. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, I'm a guy, you, you, yeah. I'm a guy, you're a guy, you know, it's, it's, so I, no, no, I don't, I don't believe they, they should have any, any say in, in, in what a woman does. But then again, on the flip side, I also don't believe a woman should just out of the blue, she got, she got knocked up and decide, you know, I'm going to go to the clinic and kill this baby. So, but no, if, if it was, even if I was okay with abortion of, 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 oh, it's the woman's choice. Um, I still would say no, that the, 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 the male shouldn't have any say in it because it, it has really nothing to do with him physically or mentally. Yeah. Well, it definitely is a hot debate. And as I said, there's people that hate me because I've been so adamant about it and that's fine. Uh, but I have enjoyed talking to you about it. I knew that you wouldn't mind giving me your opinion. No, not at all, uh, Steve. It's, it's, 
It's my pleasure to talk about it with you. And it, like I said, when it, it, it's something I don't, I don't get an opportunity to talk to at all, really about, yeah. you know, to, to, to somebody, I can talk about it, but uh, no, it's, and it's, it's something that I think a lot of people, they, it's, um, they avoid, they avoid talking about it. nobody, nobody wants to talk about abortion. I think it's a, it's a, it's one of those, who are you going to offend yeah, hot, with your I'm opinion? Yeah, it is. It is a hot topic. Uh, so. You know, I do. Like I said, I agree with you that in case of incest or rape or the mother's life being in jeopardy, I totally get it. that She wouldn't want to have that child. I do. Yeah. And also, I know that regardless of who talks about it and who does what, it has to be, it will always be the woman's decision, regardless yes. of what we say about it. You know, yes. they're the ones that will make the decision one way or the other. And they're the ones that will live with it. I have a friend who had an abortion many years ago. And she has now gone totally, totally in the other direction. She has tremendous guilt about killing her child, and that's the way she looks at it. Uh, so rough. I know that she's somebody that speaks from experience, and it hasn't set well with her in the long term. Yeah, that's 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 a rough one, especially that it happened so long ago, and it and it still it still hits home with her that that she feels yeah. that way. You know that yeah. that's I guess that's part of you know she ha she has PTSD from it. You she know does. so. You know, you can have PTSD from having the abortion. You can have PTSD from from carrying it to full term if it wasn't meant to be from a rape from that experience. But I mean, then you know, you have you have your you have your uh, your postpartum depression too. You know, how many mothers after they carry their baby full term, uh, they become they could become completely depressed, and you have yeah. to worry about them drowning their kid in the bathtub. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say that, well, conservatives and those who say they're pro-life, they, they don't want to kill the babies, but after the baby's born, they don't want to have any kind of programs to take care of. You know, they say that we don't care about the born babies, just the unborn, which is ridiculous. I'm is all ridiculous. in favor of helping the poor. I'm all in favor of helping minorities. I'm all in favor of women's rights and everybody's rights. But, you know, when it comes to taking a human life and an innocent life, I don't think any of us has the right to do that. No, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. And as far as, you know, like government funded programs, where if, 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 if a baby is carried to full term and they have to have some sort of government subsidy for, 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 you know, to live and, and that's fine, you know, and that, and that's, that's a whole other genre of conversation, I guess, about, you know, because it, you know, obviously with, with government funded programs, there's a lot of abuse and corruption in that. I mean, how many people yeah. are on government assistance that do not need to be in, you know, government assistance for any reason whatsoever. You know, when I go to a pharmacy and I see somebody buying uh, cigarettes and, 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 and non-essential items with an EBT card and they have the top of the line cell phone, a beautiful manicure and get into a beautiful SUV, you know, 
that's a problem because we're paying for that. So um, those places now where you live that let people buy cigarettes with they they have I, I they have I don't uh, most of it you know you're you're not you're not supposed to but okay. I've you know it it it, ha it happens I'm going back a few years ago and I'll never forget it I was at a, a CVS pharmacy the chain pharmacy and um there was a woman in front of me and she was talking on her cell phone and she had uh, she had really long fingernails mm -hmm. and she was dressed very nice she had a lot of jewelry on. And she put her cell phone down on the counter and she pulled out and I saw it. She pulled out the, uh, the EBT card and there was, there was nothing essential there. It was, but I know she asked for cigarettes as well and I didn't see any cash. And I know it was not a debit card. I, I saw it was an EBT card because when I paid for my um, uh, items, the woman behind the counter actually said, um, I can't, she, she, she said something like, I can't believe that woman had a, a, a New York state benefit card, you know? And I, I says, what do you mean? Yeah, it's a benefit card. And then when I paid for it and went out, she was still on her cell phone, standing next to a big white SUV, beautiful truck. It was very new. She got in the driver's seat and she drove away. And I was like, well, you know, it, it, it's, it's there. I have a, I have a friend that um, he was an investigator for the county social services and his job, his whole task force he was in charge of was, you know, um, uh, different types of, of, of fraud, whether it's uh, welfare fraud, met, you know, Medicare fraud and, and, and things like that. Um, and he, he told me stories about people that were um, definitely did, did not need they would show up to houses and they, they, when you show up to a $900,000 house and find out that the person who's receiving those benefits is on the deed and has a mortgage that's up to date, that's a problem. You know? Is that more of a problem than the millionaires and billionaires getting their stimulus checks? I have a problem with that too. Yeah. I listen, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not, I, I'm, I have strong, I'm, I'm against the, the, the stimulus packages and how they went out and how they were spent. Um, Fourteen hundred dollars. I, 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 and I'll argue this to the grave. Fourteen hundred dollars is not making or breaking um, most Americans in this situation to get them out of debt and to keep a roof over their head um, and to bring the economy back. Fourteen hundred dollars. I think it's. Um, if you told me they were spending one point nine trillion dollars in this past package, and they were spending. I'll 50% of it as direct COVID relief to American citizens, I would be okay with it to the people that need it and deserve it. Not, you know, people getting, whether it's those PPP loans or the stimulus money. No, I, I have, I have big problems, big, big problems with that American rescue plan on, I tell people some of the little provisions in there. And I've actually had this argument I'm currently in Facebook jail, actually, uh -oh. because of this. Yes, I'm in Facebook jail, I think, until April 16th. I'm a Facebook fugitive, Steve. I don't get um, I don't get warnings anymore. If something happens, I get 30 days right off the bat. They suspend me for 30 days and I'm I'm in, I'm I'm a bad boy. But um, I was having a discussion with somebody and there was there was no obscenities. It was nothing at all. And uh, 
I was having a disagreement. I think it was either on a CNN thread or a CBS thread. I don't know. One of the news threads. And this woman was talking about how, you know, well, she, her, she put a statement up that said all Republicans should go to hell for not voting for this bill. And I asked her if she read the bill. And she immediately called me a conservative. No, a she called me a Trump looking. There's nothing on my Facebook page that says anything about Donald Trump. She called me a Trump looking and then and then proceeded to call me a white supremacist. This was a, a white woman. I said, OK, here we go. So then I started listing in Facebook comments everything that was in the um, American Rescue Plan bill. $40 billion for universities and, and, and colleges, $15 billion to bail out the airlines, on and on and on and on, $600 million to San Francisco that's going to wipe out 90% of their debt. And then she called me, she said, you are a liar. So I posted the, I was posting screenshots of the bill on the Facebook comments and said, uh, maybe you should, all I said was, maybe you should act like an adult and read the bill and get out of mommy's basement. Two minutes later, I get a notification. I'm in Facebook jail for 30 days. And uh, that might yeah. have been Mark Zuckerberg's cousin. You can't ever tell. It probably was. It probably was. I, you know, he, I think he gets, um, he gets a, a, a direct notification when I do something bad on Facebook. It's unbelievable. I have, to, I have to, I have to try to be a, a, a better, a better Facebook um, uh, community member, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Don't violate them community standards, whatever. They uh, <laughs> maybe I should take the time to read them. Yeah, there you go. It <laughs> might be worse than reading the bills that you're talking about. Jeez, jeez, jeez. You're not kidding. Some of these bills are ridiculous, though. Yeah. Well, Alan, thanks again for hanging out with me a while, brother, and talking to me about this topic. No problem, Steve. Um, I do appreciate you. And folks, if you're listening and you need to tune in to his podcast called The Great Divide, right? Yeah. And yeah, the great the great divide podcast. And actually it's really easy now because um they can go right to my website and it takes you everywhere. Um it's uh www.thegreatdivide1776.com and you can find me my YouTube channel there my Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, and the all the podcast episodes. Okay. Uh, you can hear me, hear me rant about stuff. Uh, Steve, I'm going to, I'm going to come up with some topics. I'm going to have you on my show soon. I just got to, I'm going to get in touch with you and, and, and get you on mine. Good deal. I really, I, I appreciate you having me on. Listen, you know, anytime you got something we could talk about, you reach out. I'll be more than happy to come, come on. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. No problem. And folks, thanks for tuning in to Holding On With Holder. Please subscribe to my channel and share this video with a million of your closest friends. And be sure and check out The Great Divide. Alan, thanks again, brother. You have a great evening. Thank you, Steve. You too. Bye-bye.